Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to another episode of the Innocence Redeemed podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman. The topic of today's show is going to be Do You See Part 2? Except in this one, unlike the first time, I'm going to be likening it more to the coming events that are designed to cause chaos, many of which are being allowed um, due to non-repentance and just due to the wickedness this country has embraced. And I'm going to be playing a few clips here, um, and then toward the end I'll be reading some scripture as it pertains. We're seeing rumors of, you know, food being in short supply, inflation, uh, rumors of energy shortages, rumors of gas shortages, and it all comes into play. You know, one of the things that's struck me lately has been this news of electrical shortages coming in the summer. And, you know, when you step back and you look at the whole agenda of what's been planned and you look at the Deagle report and you actually take a look at the bills that are getting ready to be passed or have passed and then the shutdown of the pipelines and the gas shortages, you know, you can kind of see everything fitting together. I came across this uh, video on YouTube that uh, Dave Hodges from the Common Sense Show did where he was talking about the vulnerability that of the electrical infrastructure that the energy secretary had mentioned. And, uh, you know, this is interesting because I've been seeing articles on this off and on now for the last few months. And now it's interesting how they're actually coming out making these comments. What do they know that we don't know? And what are they getting ready for? You know, I can't help but think that they're starting to try to induce some kind of chaos to get people fighting because they want an uprising because then it gives them the perfect excuse to clamp down. And I'll be talking about that later on, um, you know, an excuse to bring in UN troops to uh, round up those that they don't agree with because, you know, that's what we're told in the in the word. If you look at Luke 21 and then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted. And that just doesn't apply to people in your family, although that's how it will end up taking shape in a lot of ways. It'll be people that are near to us because they'll be promised goodies or something when things go awry. And so time to be aware of where things are if you haven't been paying attention to that. Um, the time for giving everything the benefit of the doubt is uh, coming to a close. And that's why I decided I was going to do another podcast on uh, Do You See? And then as it pertains to arranged or pre-planned chaos, as in to um, offer the solution to the problem that they create. So here's this clip by Dave Hodges, and I'll be commenting right after this is done playing and going from there. Welcome, everybody, to the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. I have a very brief report to close out this 24-hour cycle, and you really need to listen to this. I've alluded to this all night long. And now I'm going to talk directly to this issue. The energy secretary said our grid's very vulnerable, vulnerable to being taken down. America could have a big problem, cyber attacks, blah, 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 blah. He's right. But I also talked earlier about how my congressman really identified these issues back in 2010, Trent Franks. Also, there's equal problems with the nuclear plant facilities that have been well documented. And I've written major investigating pieces on this that are extremely well documented. And to the best of my knowledge, we have not addressed these security issues. So nonetheless, we now live in a country where our own leadership is saying, you may not have your power tomorrow. That's very possible because we're vulnerable. That's what's being said. Well, I want to point out something that happened years ago. And I know it's water under the bridge and it's nah, 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 I told you so. But I think it's important to establish some facts here. Uh, there were three years of what they call the grid X drills that took place, 2013, 2014, 2015. And what they were were simulated actions to the grid being taken down and what the ultimate fate of the American people would be. And did we have any chance or what was recourse to rebuild? EMP, we know the answer to that. 90% deaths within one year. The book One Second After actually covered that. And the Naval War College has done studies on that. But that's probably not going to happen. I don't believe there's going to be an EMP. I believe cyber takedown benefits our enemies. Because they don't. if they want to take over the country, if they want to invade us, 
They want the resources intact. And to rebuild the country, you wouldn't have the ability to move, move huge power generators around the country. We're talking decades to rebuild. Seriously. It would take that long, and that's what the Naval War College found. But in the GRID-X drills, there was something very disturbing I want to leave you with. And I'll leave the conclusions to you. But this is a fact, and it was admitted to, and it was acknowledged in the media that in the last two years of the GRID-X drills, our president permitted Russia and China to participate in the drills with FEMA. Did you hear what I just said? You want to talk about telling people how to defeat us, having them get a, an intimate understanding of our grid system so they could prepare strategies against us? This is the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. I'll let you, I mean, you can call it stupidity. I'll let you label what you want to label. But this is a fact. And all you have to do is go back. You want to validate this? Go do your searches with search engines and put in grid X, E-X, grid X drills. And then you might want to add to your search, Russian and Chinese officials were included in this. I had a fit. My congressman, Trent Franks, he had a fit. There were a few other people in government offices that had a fit, but their complaints fell on deaf ears. And I think part of the reason we're vulnerable today is because of those actions at that time. And I think you have a right to know that. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us. Make sure that you sign up for the commonsenseshow.tv and we will see you back here tomorrow. God bless all of you. You know, in regards to these uh, outages or these energy shortages as they're trying to label it, you know, one thing you have to think about too here is this climate infrastructure bill that was signed not too long ago and it's just interesting it's like they have this put into legislation and passed it and have the funding and suddenly in order to cut carbon emissions there's lack of energy or there's problems with the electric infrastructure of america now either they're doing this to warn us so that when they shut it off that nobody questions it and they'll say, well, you know, we have to do it for the good of the earth. Nonsense. They know exactly what they're doing. And if you know something ahead of time, if you know that there's a problem with the grid, if you know, for, if you've known for years that there's a problem, why would you do nothing to fix it? Uh, Hodges is right. You know, when he said that, you know, Trump could have fixed it and he didn't, um, you know, it's beside the point. It's been, it's been known for now at least 20 years that, our grid was subject to failure. Did anybody remember what happened in 2003? There was the whole Northeast that was without electricity. And it was a cascading effect. That's happened in California. And, it, you know, it, it's, it happens because they're shutting down coal plants in the name of fighting climate change. But then they don't have the generation they want everybody on electric cars, but how do they, if they can't even generate electric for homes and businesses when it's hot or it gets cold, how are they going to plan to have the energy to charge electric cars? It, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Lisa Haven, separately, she did a piece on this, and I'm going to segue into that here because I think Lisa's report is uh, very timely considering uh, what Hodges just got done talking about. And, uh, well, Lisa Haven will uh, sometimes guest uh, host on with Dave Hodges on his uh, podcast. So they go hand in hand um, with this information. But I recommend checking out both The Common Sense Show and uh, Restricted Republic because they uh, make these reports every day and they have YouTube channels where they'll even do short videos uh, explaining these things. Lisa Haven did a really good one uh, yesterday about Klaus Schwab and the mark of the beast. And that's another one worth looking at. But in the interest of time, I can't play all of them. But here's the one that uh, Lisa did on uh, Biden's infrastructure. And that she also talks about she calls it the Daigle report, but it's actually the Deagle report that she's referring to. Anybody could uh, look that up under, you know, D-E-A-G-E-L dot com. And so here's the clip uh, Lisa did, which I felt uh, tied into all of this.
Hi everyone, Lisa Haven here, and I've got a very interesting report that I just want to throw out there to you guys and uh, let you decide the information. Uh, but basically, a military source, which is a private online source for military capabilities uh, of the world's nation states, the site is known as Daigle. And if you've listened to me for years and you've, you, you're, you're, you're signed up on Restricted Republic, then you're already well aware uh, of what I might be hinting at. But Daigle, this military source, is saying that hundreds of millions of people here in the United States of America are going to die by the year 2025. And I've got information uh, that I want to share with you that's kind of adding to that. Uh, But before I do, I want to just remind you, get on over to Restricted Republic. Like I said, I share a lot of inside information about things that are going on. I've talked about Dago before on there, uh, but check it out at RestrictedRepublic.com. I've got so many videos on there, and this is the place I am going to be when everything gets shut down. So sign up now, and I'll go ahead and bring back up a freedom coupon that we had a while back, uh, but you can get 24 months for $5 per month. Please use the code freedom to get that, but get to restrictedrepublic.com. But anyhow, uh, Daigle is the organization uh, that I've talked about for some time. But the reason that I want to bring it back up is because we're constantly hearing all of this talk about climate chaos. And now with all these COVID restrictions kind of lifting up a little bit or easing a little bit in some states, if you will, um, we are getting warnings, dire warnings uh, from the I. EA saying basically, oh, we can't go back to normal lifestyle. People are going going back to work and walking around in some states. And because of that, uh, we're having these massive increases in our carbon. And, and suddenly the world's going to explode and die. These are the kinds of warnings that we're getting. And of course, uh, Biden also issued a um, statement there saying that he was going to, well, basically cut carbon emissions by 50%. These are pretty, pretty uh, ambitious goals, if you will, but I think it, it it all could be tied in some way, shape, or form. Let me show you um, what I'm talking about here. Let's go first to this article here, and this is on CNBC. Now, this was back in April, but late April, but I want to bring it back up, but it's IEA issues dire warning on carbon's emissions. Says that COVID recovery is anything but sustainable. It goes on to say that this is a dire warning that the economic recovery from the COVID crisis is currently anything but sustainable for our climate. The report comes at the time when policymakers are under pressure to deliver promises of as part of the Paris Climate Accords, which Trump got out of and Biden re-signed us into. But Joe Biden um, held that virtual summit there on the climate emergencies, which he basically has that ambitious goal. And the ambitious goal is cut carbon emissions by 50%. But basically, this warning is is saying that... Um, we can't go back to normal lifestyle because our carbon emissions, uh, uh, everything's going up and it, and it's going to close down the climate and the world's going to die in the whole nine yards. We've been hearing that the world's going to die from climate catastrophe, I don't know, for a hundred years now, like literally. Uh, but either way, it's this kind of tension and stress and chaos that I think is literally adding to our bodies. And it's this kind of stuff that I warned about. I said they're going to scream climate chaos. They're going to scream climate emergency. And they're going to start using COVID-style restrictions to handle climate change agendas. And, and Biden has already said that that's something that he wants to do. And here we are. We have dire warnings and dire predictions. In other words, in order to save the planet, we should all lock ourselves in our homes. I don't know, maybe so so many days a week or so many times a month. I don't know. But it seems that these policies are here to stay. Okay, let me add a little bit more before I expand. Or, or let me just expand a little bit. If the policies like lockdown stay, right, it has been proven to mentally not only mess with our heads, but mess with uh, our stress levels and our stress levels increase because we're locked inside our homes and thereby it can cause a whole slew of health issues on the body. Just keep that in the back of your head. But here's the other thing that I want to bring back up is back in April, Biden unveiled a sweeping climate goal and plans to meet it even if Congress won't. And I don't know if he plans to do that through executive action, through under the door, through forcing businesses to do certain stuff we don't really know yet, but it's the goal of the White House. He insists that the U.S. can meet it even if Congress doesn't or Congress rejects it. But basically, 
Joe Biden pledged, and this is back in April, to slash U.S. emissions of greenhouse gases in at least half, half, by 2030. This is not, this is really huge and ambitious, right? Really huge. And here we are uh, in June, okay? But anyway, really ambitious uh, uh, motivation there. But it um, will require, it says, an ambitious target that will require retooling the world's largest economy in an effort to put the U.S. at the forefront of the international campaign to slow climate change. He wants to be number one in handling climate change. Now, he actually did campaign on this. And It seems like he's following through on this particular promise, but very ambitiously and radically. And keep in mind, in my opinion, if he starts pushing stuff like this, this would collapse our economy. More than, I think, millions, tens of millions of people would be hit by the economic devastation on top of all the stress that we have with regard to COVID-19, the tensions on our bodies. Now millions of more people being put out of work because of climate ambitions. It's like one crisis on top of another crisis. How much? Can the American people handle? And I'm going to get into the Dago forecast after that, but imagine. And he's already starting to make move on these freaking ambitions. But what would something like that look like? How how would that ambitious goal that Biden talked about, what would it look like? Well, uh, dailymail.co.uk actually put something out on what they thought it could look like. Right here it is. How Biden's climate plan could limit you to eat one burger a month. It could cost you 3.5 a year per person in taxes and force you to spend 55,000 on an electric car and crush American jobs. Hmm. Now, obviously, they're not saying this has been passed or, or went through. They're saying this could be an ambitious goal or an example of, of what Joe Biden could do in order to get you to a 50% cut, right? But it goes on. Joe Biden announced the goal to cut emissions, which I just showed you. He vowed the plan, which would set the U.S. on a path of zero emissions economy by no later than 2050, right? And he claims it would boost jobs and economy. No, it wouldn't. It crushes jobs and crushes the economy. But he has yet to release any firm details on exactly how he's going to do that. Ergo, this is a way that you can meet such an ambitious goal. Zero net zero emissions. And he's really wanting this kind of a goal by 2030. What does that look like, Joe Biden? Because it has to be something dramatic. It's not going to be something minor or small. It would have to be something dramatic. And I tell you what, this this isn't going to cut it. Imagine if something like that were passed or put through one burger per person. I don't know about you, but that would devastate our bodies. God, God said, we eat meat. People eat meat. We have animals that are carnivores, lions, tigers, dogs, bears. I mean, come on. The human race is carnivores. If you want to be a vegetarian, great. But if you don't, that's fine too. Wanted to interject really quick in this part where uh, Lisa was talking about the food being restricted, like the burgers and whatnot. You know, if we look at uh, 1 Timothy 4, it says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits. And doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. You know, that verse right there, that's under the great apostasy. That verse is so fitting for what is being uh, talked about with all this climate mumbo jumbo, because we know that they're telling us this to try to make us feel guilty. And this is another form of shaming. You know, I talked about the shaming in uh, that last version of Do You See that I did previously. And it's another part of the shutting and trying to deceive people who uh, know better by making them feel guilty and then being chastised by those who are not aware of what the word actually says. But I just found that uh, interesting and wanted to interject that in there as uh, I felt it was pertinent to what uh, Lisa was talking about. Anyway, back to the clip. I mean, imagine now your meat becoming some kind of delicacy. You only get it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but this is the kind of ambition that they're talking about. Imagine again, 
the economic devastation and impact stuff like that would have. Millions would be hurting, millions would be starving, our bodies would be ripe for stress and allowing all kinds of health issues, hospitals could get overloaded, that kind of thing. Meanwhile, we also have a climate czar, John Kerry, saying this, and this is dailymail.co.uk. Biden's climate envoy, John Kerry, says, we need to remove carbon dioxide from the air. <laughs> Wait, what? Wow, completely. Huh. I mean, we do breathe, right? We do breathe. Anyway, now let's get on over to this Daigle forecast. I have shown this to you before. Again, Daigle is a private online source for military capable capabilities of the world's nation states, right? So they're not a nobody. Not They're, they're not just some website posting stuff. It's just, it's interesting. It's interesting, but here's what they show. And this is just a reminder, if you're already on Restricted Republic, you know a lot, but on there, but here we have 2017, right? And you can see me highlight there. And the population in 2017 was 327 million people. Then they fast forward to the year 2025, right? Forecast for 2025. Now it's at 100 million people. 327 down 100 million people. That's a huge drop. That's a huge drop. What's the reason that they give for this? Well, um, they kind of shoot about it in an overall way, but uh, I'm going to highlight this portion of it. And this is this is it right here. And this is what I want to focus on. But this is on their website. You can see I'm still on the Deagle site here. And I, I went to the archived file uh, so you guys can still see it there. But here's what they have to say. And this is the part I want to highlight. Before all this, they talk about a pandemic could break out, but they're not even calculating that into their numbers. And we all know that this was put out since, I believe, 2017 when Dago put this out. They put this out before COVID, uh, just an FYI on that. But they go on to say that they didn't even include that in their model. What did they include in their model? And this is kind of the highlight here. It says, the collapse of the Western financial system will wipe out the standard of living of the population while ending the Ponzi schemes such as the stock exchange and pension funds. The population will be hit so badly by a full array of bubble and Ponzi schemes that the migration engine will start to work in reverse, accelerating itself due to ripple effects, thus leading to the dismiss of the states. The unseen situation for the states will develop itself in a cascading pattern with unprecedented and devastating effects for the economy. Jobs offshoring will surely end with many American corporations relocating, right, overseas to become foreign corporations. We see significant part of the American population migra migrating to Latin America and Asia, while migration to Europe suffering similar illnesses won't be relevant. Nevertheless, the death toll will be horrible. Then it gets into talking about the Soviet, how they were starving, all of that, and also how a lot of the elderly population is dying across the country, if you will. So that's kind of their um, breakdown on that. But in a nutshell, they're saying it's economy, economic strife, trouble, and turmoil, and um, basically the dying off of populations. And of course, this is um, not set in stone. You know, this, these aren't my words. Uh, I hope they're dead wrong, you know, come 2025. I, I think they will be wrong to a level, you know, but I don't know. I don't know anymore. It could be who knows what anymore. But it. what I'm trying to say is, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening with the economy. We have these ambitious goals by Joe Biden that would only put more pressure on the American people and force jobs maybe even to go overseas like what Daigle was talking about. Because if you put these ambitions on American countries and we're like, one of the first people on it, what is that going to cause a lot of our businesses to do to leave the country? They're going to want to leave the country and go elsewhere where they're not stipulated to death. And that's truly what's happening. And I think what's going to happen as a result, uh, if if Joe Biden is ambitious as um, I hope to goodness he's not uh, or he doesn't, but if he's ambitious as he's trying to be, as, as, as I'm hearing, then we could see some pretty massive devastation here in the United States of America. And it won't be land of the free, home of the brave anymore. It'll be land of the broke and hurting and stressed out 
and economically devastated if he does what he truly intends to do and has that ambitious goal of 50%. And that's why I wanted to bring it up in light of everything that's going on. But either way, I want to get your thoughts, your comments, your concerns on everything that's going on. Uh, check out some of the videos that I posted here on, on YouTube. You've got to see a lot of them. I've got lots of information there, uh, but so much is happening. And please comment. I do read your comments in the description box below. But with that, and the rest of that is just Lisa Haven uh, closing out with her sponsors. Um, so going to cut it there. But yeah, I mean, this is what they're planning. It's it's all, see, it's this is what the storm is. It's everything mixed into one. It's inflation. It's shortages. It's disasters. It's persecution. You know, it's setting up this new Gaia religion under the guise of climate change. That's That's all it is. And we need to be aware of what it is that they're planning to do. And that's why I play these clips, because I initially wasn't going to do that. But then those came out literally an hour um, right before I started my recording. And due to everything else I had already been studying, I thought that was fitting. Um, she does make a good point about when she mentions the normalcy. There was never a plan to go back to normal. You see, all of this is just induced chaos. It's panic-induced. It's fear-induced. Telling everybody what they're going to do ahead of time. And it's been out for years, I'm sorry to say. but this And most people can't understand or believe that this is going on because you can't fathom the level of evil of these people. See, when they're telling you that they're going to shut off the electricity... And they're telling you there's going to be food shortages. Well, they're engineering them, folks. It's There's nothing here that can't be looked at or verified. And I'm going to post the link for this report um, in the blog, which will have this podcast on it. But the reason I play all this is to demonstrate to you that they are planning these things. And when they're telling you ahead of time, oh, well, there's going to be energy shortages. Well, how do they know there's going to be energy shortages? There's going to be energy shortages because it was planned that way. There's going to be food shortages because it was planned that way. And so you have to understand that these are the type of people we're, that we're dealing with. This, this, this is going to be a perfect storm. And the whole purpose of all everything that you've seen up until now has been about confusion and they want to ultimately take it toward just utter chaos in those times when it gets tough that's when it's going to come down to us having the peace of christ in our hearts because if we do not have the peace of god within us we're going to be tempted to react in ways we wouldn't and this is also another reason i suspect that they're going to they're going to come against people like oh do you know this person are they a conservative are they a christian well, turn them in and you'll get the food you'll get your food allotment or you'll get your uh you'll get their stuff. That's what they're promising. And it's not only that type of chaos, they need a reason to bring in the foreign troops. And what a better way than to bring them in by engineering um some sort of crisis such as oh, I don't know, an energy shortage or another disease and keeping people locked in their homes all under the guise of climate you know if you have if you believe that you know i have a bridge to sell you in arizona with oceanfront property nearby i mean everything that's being planned is to create chaos to create fighting because from that they bring in the solution it's always the hegelian dialectic the problem reaction solution scare the public bring in the control and then you can do what you want with them. And, you know, up until now, they've done pretty well, considering most people are clamoring for normalcy. And, you know, this is what I was mentioning in my uh, podcast, Do You See? And I've written about this, that this kind of stuff will keep going on because they're testing the waters to see what they can get away with. And it's clear that it's just it's repetitive. It's a repeat. It's a repeating pattern. They conveniently engineer a problem, the public reacts to it and doesn't know any better because they won't believe it, and then they bring in the solution. 
Well, here, come to this FEMA camp. We're going to give you your food that you need. Oh, you poor thing. Well, we, we have to keep you safe. So you need to turn in anybody. We're, we're going to engineer a false flag. And we want to keep you safe. So make sure that you, tur- you, you turn in anyone who, who has Christian beliefs. Because that they're mean and they're not part of the American society. And they're a disruption to our plan of, of keeping you safe. In the end... The ultimate goal is going to be just to do away with everybody, because that's part of the agenda, too. It's the population. You know, in between um, what you just heard Lisa say, you know, one thing she did not uh, mention was the GDP. They have the world figures here, and the real GDP is $125 trillion. Uh, that's the United States GDP. By 2025, that falls to $19 trillion. The defense budget... 1.9 trillion by 2025 637 billion exports 17 trillion currently will fall to 1.6 trillion in 2025 imports are 16 trillion that falls to 2.4 trillion so they're already showing you right there that they're taking something way down I mean, when they, when they're showing you that the defense is going to fall, I mean, it says the budget for 2025 is 32 billion. So if their numbers are accurate and what they're planning, which would, you know, if I didn't know any better, it means either war has happened or some other uh, type of crisis that indicates that they're not going to need much to, to, to fund considering that there won't be much of a population left. So suffice to say, you know, there is an agenda, an evil agenda being at play. It's being played out here. And this is all the more reason why I felt it was important to do a podcast on fear-induced chaos and confusion, because that's how they're going to get people in line. They're going to try to stage things, and that includes energy, food, electric, you know, whatever they can do to get people on board and in compliance with what they want to do. And then out of the chaos during all this, there's probably going to be war. I, in fact, I know for a fact war is imminent because I can feel it in my spirit. Um, they're going to start this to bring people down. And then the ultimate goal is to bring on the man of lawlessness, the antichrist. So, and you know, I haven't talked about it much, but also there is the uh, whole factor of the disclosure that they've been pushing. When uh, you keep hearing them talk about alien disclosure, alien disclosure, oh, well, we have we have a timeline, we have to get this out, we have to get this out. Well, there's a, they have a timeline that they want to get these things done. You know, when you look at Revelation uh, 12, verse 12, it says, Therefore rejoice, O heavens. And you who live in the heavens rejoice, but terror will come on the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing that he has little time. So during that time, you know, this during this time, you're going to see all of this happening. And it's going to seem concurrent. But part of these are also going to be used for good to bring about repentance for those that God desires to save. So... I'm telling you ahead of time to be aware of these things so you can understand them when they begin occurring, because we're already entering into that time. I mean, you can see it all around us right now. It's not even being hidden anymore. Now it's just one thing happening all together, all together, all together. And they're going to be likely staging some things. I already mentioned the shortages and the disruptions in services and supply and demand. And that's not including what they're going to do as far as trying to get people persecuted and what they'll stage to do that. My dear friend and uh, sister Dina this morning, actually, before I started recording this, sent me an article uh, from the Common Sense Show. That's uh, Dave Hodges. And I just played a clip of his earlier where it says, Red Alert, Deep Insider, Sources say Biden administration is panicking and major false flag operations are on the table to be followed by martial law. 
Now, this is an interesting read, and I'm going to share it with you guys. So this is Dave Hodges uh, writing this here. I'm just reading what he wrote. My best sources are telling me that major false flags loom large in the near future. The Biden administration knows they are in trouble. The military is bifurcating in which most will not support this tyrannical takeover. With everything I have uncovered over the past two years, I have concluded that America will be thrust into martial law prior to fighting World War III. A combination of civil war and martial law is expected, and it will be a deadly time in American history. Martial law is usually preceded by a false flag. There is no shortage of false flag possibilities, and choosing the manner, the time, and the place is a fool's errand. However, there are a definitive 17 elements of martial law that we can analyze in order to gauge the progress America is making with regard to being under total martial law. The Chinese are posted to cross both borders. And I'm going to come back and uh, quote uh, some scripture from Ezekiel because um, you know the Lord's been giving me revelation on this since at least October last year. And actually, no, it was actually before October. I was starting to get stuff in July last year, long before I even had my blog set up. Uh, to continue with the article, though, my sources are screaming that the Biden administration knows the election audits have them in big trouble. They are going to play the false flag card. If the Biden administration invokes martial law, you can count on these 17 things happening. The type of forecast false flag is not fully known, but the deep cover insiders say that Biden's handlers are running out of time. Personally, I expect another Chicom biological attack in the summer. I have constructed a list of what to expect in the likely event that this is coming in order to help the readers prepare in advance for what's coming. The 17 elements of martial law are, number one, mass roundup of political dissidents. Number two, dusk to dawn curfews. Number three, rationing of essential resources. Number four, the seizing of personal assets such as food and water. Number five, control over all food and water. Number six, the prohibition of weapons of any kind, including guns, knives, or chemicals which can be turned into explosives. Number seven, the confiscation of property, homes, and businesses. Number eight, arrests without due process. That would be your persecution right there. Even if you haven't done nothing, they would just say, oh, well, you belong to this group. Well, yeah, come with us. Number nine, massive, quote-unquote, papers please checkpoints with intrusive searches. Number 10, forced relocations. Number 11, forced conscription into various labor camps and even into the military. Number 12, outlawing of free speech. Number 13, the installation of massive surveillance programs and the establishment of snitch programs. And I was just talking about that earlier, actually, um, as far as the snitch programs, you know, turn this person in, turn that person in to get your food allowance for the month. Number 14, the total control or elimination of Christian religion with the arrival of alien disclosure on June 25th. Folks, you really need to, if you belong to a church, this is one thing I'm going to put out here now. You really need to be careful and watch what they are talking about and whether or not they are addressing any of these things as they need to be talked about. Because if they're the type that just goes along to get along and they're telling you to follow in line and using, um, what is it, Romans 13, if they're using Romans 13 saying, well, you have to obey the law, the law applies in normal times. If they're telling you to do anything that is against the holy word of God, you know that you're not supposed to take part in that. And I uh, had mentioned this in another podcast that if you are part of any organization like that, to take a real look at that and step back and do some reflecting on uh, what they're truly about. Because what they'll do, with their, one of the deceptions that they're going to try to pull is after they do disclosure, they're going to try to say aliens created us. You know, I'm going to take the gloves off on that one and tell you outright that's what that's exactly what they're going to try to do. You know, it's not not good news to tell everybody, but that's that's what that's what their goal is. And to get us that's why they have to have the chaos before they do disclosure. Now, I don't know if I subscribed the June 25th, but you notice that they have been slowly rolling this out. Number 15, control of the media. Well, they're already doing that. Number 16, executions without due process of law. Number 17, total suspension of the Constitution. So, you know, you can see where things are. And 
I, when I started this podcast, I was having trouble determining, do I want to label this about something having to do with chaos or do I want to make it do you see part two? Because on do you see part one, I talked about the persecution uh, starting due to refusal of those who don't want to take the vaccine. I've been saying that I believe this has all been training for the beast system. And that's another reason they want to depopulate because they know that there's millions of people who are not going to go along with that, who identify as Christian. They're not going to take a chip. They're not going to take the mark. And so they need few people left that they think they can control. But, you know, submit to say, I believe God's got some plans uh, ordained for this time. I don't think that their plan's going to go exactly as they think it will. So we have to remember to have hope. You know, we need to know the word and know where we stand in our faith to get through these times so as to not, you know, allow ourselves to be consumed with the fear that they want to induce. That's what they've been doing all since this uh, coronavirus pandemic started, or as I call a plandemic. They, it's been it's about keeping people scared. Keep people scared, keep them locked down, separate them so they can't fellowship, so they can't have friends, so they can't talk. You know, they don't want people discussing things and having an intelligent conversation. They want you to stay in your home and be dumbed down with entertainment. Did you notice that when the lockdowns all started, Internet companies were giving out free internet. Um, all the services like Sling and Netflix and Hulu, they were all offering like a month free. You know, they just wanted everyone to, you know, stay home to get, and they were, they kept doing these campaigns together at home, together in this together. All of these are talking points to make you feel like you're part of something important. But what it was actually intended to do all along was separate us. And, you know, cover our faces. You know, you don't cover up the image of the living God. You don't cover up his creation and, and isolate people. We're not, we're, we're social creatures. We're not meant to be separated. So you have to take a step back and examine all these things. And this is one of the things I was doing when this all started was instead of, you know, looking at movies on Amazon or looking at things on Netflix or whatever they were trying to offer for free. I mean, aside from the daily press conferences, I was researching what was going on because I felt in my spirit, there was one day I was writing to the store and I just felt, I'm like, there's something going on. I feel like there's a, like at least two or three other things that are taking place right now. And, and I just, I couldn't put my finger on what it was right at the time, but something told me, you know, in my spirit, I felt I better dig. I need to look into this. I need to, understand what's truly taking place here because I really wanted to know because I've always been on top of things as best I can and I continuously thank our heavenly father for pouring out that wisdom and you know sometimes it can be depressing but um like I said in the podcast I did on the wisdom of letting go there are benefits to knowing because in that regard you can make wise decisions and you learn a lot by being observant um, not being one of the lemmings that are just heading for the cliff and I'm not trying to degrade anybody by saying that but unfortunately the mass majority of people will go along and do what everyone else is doing and then it's this affirmation like oh did I do something right and that's what you've been seeing with the vaccine with a lot of families, they've been, it's like, oh, did you get yours? Did you get yours? And it's like, if somebody, and if somebody says no, it throws a wrench into everything. And it's like, well, that makes them, because they're having conviction in their heart to second guess themselves to think, well, gee, did I make the right decision or did I make the wrong decision? But you see, there isn't the benefit of not always going along with everyone else just because something seems popular or seems right, because that's not always the case. And, you know, I, I may only be 40 years old, but that's one thing life has taught me as I've never just gone along with the crowd. I've always been a, a thinker. I pay attention to things I observe. And when I came back to the Lord, I, uh, you know, I pray and I ask and, you know, he reveals things to me. And, uh, 
you know, in that report Lisa read earlier, she talked about the scandals and the financial implications. Well, the Lord told me back in January that we would be seeing financial scandals and we would be seeing ties of corruption. And this was actually, this revelation was given to me before Biden even took office. If I had told people back in January that Biden was going to be president and Trump was going to lose the election, they probably would have laughed and scoffed at me. But I had a feeling it was not going to work in Trump's favor. Because I, it wasn't told to me directly. It's just that for the things that were revealed to me to take place, that would mean Trump was not going to be elected or he was not going to win the presidency. And, well, we all know that that is all a scandal in itself. And that's why the article I just read by Dave Hodges that he wrote would make sense. Because as people are finding out, what better way to distract people from that than to pull something off as another means of distraction, whether it's a disease or staging something to, you know, have the perfect alibi to escape. Because that's what evil does whenever it's exposed and light is shined on it. They always will try to get away with even more things that are outrageous. And I don't know. I think at some point they're going to end up biting off more than they can chew, but we'll see, you know, what happens here, but you can see the house of cards getting ready to fall. You can see everything getting lined up and it's now important more so than ever to be vigilant as to what's taking place. And I wasn't initially going to do this podcast on this, but uh, I felt just because of everything I see lining up, it was important to talk about that. I wish I had better news to uh, give you, but that's truly what's taking place with this. You know, one of the reasons why these things are are being allowed to happen is they are also aligned with the judgments. Um, you know, one of the few uh, books in the Bible that you can read where these are pointed out are is actually in Ezekiel. If we take a look at, you know, we know we know from independent sources like in the media, like as far as independent news that there's been rumors of Chinese troops being spotted in Mexico and Canada, and that they are training for something. Uh, separately, you know, I saw a video a few weeks ago where there were mysterious cargo containers coming in to the Carolinas area. Now, I don't know how true those are, but, um, you know, if we think about Chinese troops being in Canada working with Trudeau, um, we can take a look at Ezekiel 6. And if we start on verse 1, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face toward the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them and say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God to the mountains, to the hills, to the ravines, and to the valleys. Indeed, I, even I, will bring a sword against you and I will destroy your high places. Then your altars shall be desolate, your incense altars shall be shaken, and I will cast down your slain men before your idols. And I will lay the corpses of the children of Israel before their idols, and I will scatter your bones all around your altars. In all your dwelling places the cities shall be laid waste, and the high places shall be desolate, so that your altars may be laid waste and made desolate, your idols may be broken and made to cease, your incense altars may be cut down, and your works may be abolished. The slain shall fall in your midst, and you shall show that I am the Lord. Yet I will leave a remnant so that you may have some who escape the sword among the nations when you are scattered through the country, through the countries. Then those of you who escape will remember me among the nations where they are carried captive, because I was crushed by their adulterous heart, which has departed from me, and by their eyes, which play the harlot after their idols. They will loathe themselves for the evils which they committed in all their abominations. And they shall know that I am the Lord. I have not said in vain that I would bring this calamity upon them. You know, America has had it really good, and as such, we have made many things our idols. Everything that we've been seeing up until now has been God's mercy, actually, in getting our attention. And yet, for whatever reason, many are still not wanting to accept that as truth. Now, as far as an invasion is concerned, um, as I was mentioned, as I have mentioned before, I'm going to read from Jeremiah 6, and we start on verse 1. 
And this is uh, the New King James, by the way. O you children of Benjamin, gather yourselves to flee from the midst of Jerusalem, blow the trumpet in Tekoa, and set up a signal fire in Beth Hecarim. For disaster approaches out of the north, and great destruction. I have likened the daughter of Zion to a lovely and delicate woman. The shepherds with their flock shall come to her. They shall pitch their tents against her all around. Each one shall pasture in his own place. Prepare war against her. Arise, and let us go up at noon. Woe to us, for the day goes away, for the shadows of the evening are lengthening. Arise, and let us go by night, and let us destroy her palaces. For thus has the Lord of hosts said, Cut down trees, and build a mound against Jerusalem. This is the city to be punished. She is full of oppression in her midst. As a fountain wells up with water, so she wells up with her wickedness. Violence and plundering are heard in her. Before me continually are grief and wounds. Be instructed, O Jerusalem, lest my soul depart from you, lest I make you desolate, a land not inhabited. You know, when people read the Bible, they get confused because it's mentioning Jerusalem and it's mentioning Israel. But you could easily, with everything that you see coming into play when you read the word, and and this is the beauty of knowing the word and understanding it, a lot of the terms that apply to Israel in scripture could easily be replaced with America, because a lot of the sins that we are experiencing in this country are mentioned right in these words. When we look at Ezekiel 6, it then talks about the idols and the idolatry and the sin of that and the consequences for not repenting. And the prophet Ezekiel goes out to warn the people. Jeremiah was somewhat like this as well. They were going out warning the people that were living in sin to change their ways. And because they didn't listen, they ended up facing judgment. And only after a while of that judgment did God have mercy on them and restore them. And so I believe each person who repents has ability to be restored. Um, It may be too late for our country and others as a whole, but I think each person has an individual choice in what they're willing to do to get right with the Lord. And then you know, confess before him their sins. And so with all these things that you see occurring, knowing what time it is, it's very important to make sure that you are confessing and then repenting from any sins so as to not bring any judgment upon yourself or be given over to um, these evils that are coming upon the land. And this is why earlier I mentioned the crises that are taking place, because even if those are engineered, you want to make sure that you are right with God and you are walking close with him, because only he's going to be able to guide you and protect you. You know, some people say, oh, I've got my food, I've got my guns, I have this, I have that. That really does not do much good if you are not prepared spiritually. You need to know how to hear him and have direction with him. And one of the ways we hear him and have his direction is by studying his word, living his word, calling on him and confessing our sins first and welcoming him into our heart. The purpose of starting Innocence Redeemed was to show everybody where things are so that they have a conscious decision as to where they want to go in their walk and bring them to redemption in Christ or lead them to redemption in Christ by calling on him. Friends, it is my prayer that this podcast has been a blessing to you and has shown you something you previously may not have known and has offered you a conviction to where things are and to change your ways if you have not already done so and call on the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior and confess your sins to him. Ask him to establish in you a new heart. You know, if you're not sure if you're in sin or if you're not sure if what you're doing is wrong, the best thing to do is to study the scriptures of Paul because a lot of those will show you what you're doing wrong. And once you call on Jesus and you welcome him into your heart, you know, Colossians, the book of Colossians, all about new life in Christ. May our Lord Jesus bless you. Have a great week, guys.